Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. friends wake up good morning good morning <laughs> good morning my friends you know that I always wake up do a little rhyming song and I chuckle <laughs> as we um, get excited to dive into the word of God this morning my friends I'm so glad that you can join me this morning and um, I hope that whatever you had to encounter this week um, you're here today. It's Saturday. God has given you another day of purpose. And our Saturdays is to dive into the Word of God so that we can get sparked, energized, encouraged, given the strength and the tools that we need to fulfill everyday life purpose. So my friends, we're going to continue where we left off in the book of Zechariah. If you're joining us for the first time, we welcome you. We are in the book of Zechariah, and we've already covered chapters 1, 2, 3. And we're diving in today into chapter 4. So if you have not had an opportunity to catch up, uh, you will have some time to do so. Again, I recommend that if you do not have a Bible, and you're just joining us for the first time, a physical Bible, you can always go on and find some apps, Bible apps on uh, Apple, Google, um, Play Store, you know, um, the Mac Store, whatever type of phone you have, you'll be able to see them and you can download them for free and you can follow along with us and read the word. And I encourage you that if you have questions or you would like to contact me during the podcast or after the podcast is over and you're listening to the replay, you can do so by hitting the message button on the anchor.fm and um, you can leave a message and I will be more than glad to hear your message. And uh, I've said it before, I love to hear people's testimonies. We want to know how this is impacting your life and we like to share that and celebrate that with you. So my friends, as we continue to move along, we're going to start in verse one, uh, chapter 4, verse 1. And this is what it says. It says, Now the angel who talked with me came back and awakened me, as a man who is awakened out of his sleep. And he said to me, What do you see? So I said, I am looking, and there is a lampstand of solid gold with a bowl on top of it, and on the stand, seven lamps with seven pipes to the seven lamps. Two olive trees are by it, one at the right of the bowl and the other at its left. So I answered and spoke to the angel who talked with me, saying, What are these, Lord? Then the angel who talked with me answered and said to me, Do you not know what these are? And I said, No, my Lord. 
So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Father, we thank you so much for your word as you're giving Zechariah another vision. And Father, the same way you've given him this vision and we're reading it, we know that we can apply it to our lives. There's a word and a message and a story so detailed here for us to follow and understand as well. Father, we know your word is true. Your word gives us life. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. So my friends, you know, we've been following along that Zachariah has been given so many different visions. He's been given visions. He's been given specific detailed visions that explains to, you know, what the angel of the Lord is uh, presenting to him so he would understand what God is doing on this earth, what God is doing in the heavens, what God is doing uh, in the spirit to prepare us for the natural and to prepare us for things that are coming and to prepare us, uh, especially for Zechariah, to understand what is happening spiritually. Because I've always said on this podcast that We should always pray to God that God would reveal to us and show us things in the spirit first so that we would know how and understand how to deal with things when they manifest themselves in the natural, how we're going to deal with it, how we're going to approach it, how our attitude is going to be, you know, about it. Um, And then the tools and the instructions or even procedures that God will give us to be able to go forward with that. And, um, It says it so clearly here that the angel who talked with me came back and awakened me as a man who is wakened out of his sleep. So now remember the angel of the Lord had been speaking with Zechariah for a while already. He had been showing him all these visions and apparently um, he came and really uh, addressed Zechariah. Because Zechariah says, as a man who is awakened out of his sleep, like, Zechariah must have been resting. He must have just been, you know, um, still in the moment. And um, and it gives me the impression that the angel of the Lord, you know, uh, came back very quickly um, to to awaken him, to... to make sure that he is alert and aware of what what's going on now again and that he's getting ready to see something new something different and he wanted him to have his full attention so when he said and he said to me what do you see you know and Zachariah goes so I said I am looking and there is a lamp stamp of solid gold with a bowl on top of it so Zachariah right away says, okay, um, let me see, uh, what do I see? You know, like, oh, this is what I'm seeing. And he starts to describe what he's actually seeing in front of him in the vision. And he says that there is a lamp stand 
of solid gold. That is of value, my friends. That is of um, God's glory. That is of uh, God's presence. Uh, Everything that we are promised in the future, you know, of what we see and what we'll have when we meet our maker and when we go to heaven, it's supposed to have all this beautification of um, different things that we're going to see. And it talks about right here that there is a lampstand of solid gold with a bowl on top, which I can envision very clearly. And I hope so you can too. Uh, uh, Of it. And understand seven lamps with seven pipes to the seven lamps. So imagine this decorative, designed lampstand. How it is. I can almost envision that it's a tall lampstand. It's got the bowl right on top. So, you know, the bowls have a, 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 a deepness to them. If you eat out of a soup bowl or even a bigger bowl, sometimes it, it has a deep in into it. And, um, and then understand seven lamps. So there's additional lamps there on the stand itself. I can almost envision if I was a designer, how it would actually be. It might be, you know, in the bottom. It might be in the middle. It might be towards the top, right? There's so many ways uh, that we can see this visually in our minds with seven pipes to the seven lamps. So he's explaining exactly and describing exactly what he sees. And it says here that, then he says, two olive trees are by it right so imagine this lampstand with these seven lamps with seven pipes to these uh lampstands and then next to it i can only envision on each side are trees olive trees at that one at the right of the bowl, right? And the other at its left. So I don't know about you, but I can see a a picture very clearly here as it's being described. And And I see this picture, and I'm hoping you're seeing it with me, of this lamp stand, stand, and these two trees next to it. A beautiful canvas picture described right here that we can even see if somebody went and painted it today we would see it clearly and then it says that Zechariah said so I answered and spoke to the angel who talked with me saying what are these my lord and then the angel so now Zechariah is he see he's he sees what he sees. He ex, he describes it to the angel of the Lord. What he's seeing, but he doesn't know what it is. He sees he understands what it is, but he doesn't know what it is. So meaning like he's seeing something, but but what are they? 
like you know what do they represent right what is what is the significance of these things that i'm seeing and he says so i answered and spoke to the angel who talked with me saying what are these lord so he questioned questioned the angel angel of the lord and said what is this like i'm seeing what i'm seeing and it's clear to me but what is it what does it represent why is it here why am i seeing this right we do that a lot of times my friends the lord will show us something in a dream or in a vision we see it very clearly we can pinpoint what it is but we still don't understand why we're seeing it right we still don't understand like why am i being given this vision why am i i'm giving this information right and then the angel who's talked with me answered and said to me do you not know what these are meaning that the angel of the lord is saying wait a second you don't know what this is so the so zachariah asked the angel a question and the angel came back to zachariah with a question and let's talk about that a little bit. How many times can we say that we have been in conversation with someone and we ask a question to them because we may not understand something or, 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 you know, really get the gist of what's going on. And then they come back to you with a question. You're like, dude, ma'am, I just asked you the question. Why are you asking me a question? <laughs> I'm asking you because I don't know, right? So the fact that the Lord of the angel will come back and say, wait, you don't know what these are? Like, how could you not know, right? <laughs> that type of question. Because my friends, what we have to also remember is that, you know, the gold lamp stamp with a bowl and seven lamps on it represents a steady supply of oil, signifying that God's power would be flected in the light right? Um, I can only envision just like in the description, if the lamp stamp is, lamp stand is there and the lamps are there, then those lamps must be lit, right? Um, and when the lamps are lit, um, it gives even more of a glow and a reflection especially because it's solid gold. This must be a beautiful a view of a lamp stand that has all these lamps lit up, burning, that is, lit up, burning, and causing this beautiful glow, I could only imagine, um, and this breathless uh picture in my mind of what is happening and we have to understand that the significance of the supply of oil that is in those lampstands okay signifies God's power would be reflected in the light so if that is the case as Zechariah is looking at this it is God's power that is illuminating through these lamps. Um, and when we think about the olive trees that are on each side of these lampstands, 
They serve a purpose. They serve a purpose because oil was obtained from crushed olives back in the day. And they still do it, they still do it today. Uh, and used in the bowls with wicks to produce light. And God is light, right? God is light. Um, he is the light of the world. He, we are guided by his light. And the two olive trees stood for the priestly and royal offices. So it has a significance. Yes, Zechariah is seeing what he's seeing. It is evident now. It is clear to us. We're being given specific details of what we're seeing. But it also represents something. It represents um, God's glory. It represents what had been done um, back in the day to show um, how God was operating. So as Zechariah is seeing this, and he asked the angel of the Lord, what is this? And the angel of the Lord looks back at him and says, what do you mean? You don't know what this is? Like, you don't understand what the lampstands represent and the light that's burning, the wicker, the, uh, the, the oil that's in there, the significance, right, of this. And Zechariah came out and said, no, my Lord. And it's okay for us not to always know what we're seeing. It's okay for us at times not to understand why are we being given these visions or dreams that have detailed. I can tell you right now, my friends, I had a very, um, you know, when I, as I was reading, you know, this scripture today in, in preparation for today's podcast, I um, I had a very disturbing dream last night very very disturbing dream it was like the weirdest dream i've had in such a long time and when i woke up this morning i knew every detail of that dream and i as i normally do i get up when i have dreams like that and i get my dream book where i i put down all my dreams and i recommend that if you're if god gives you dreams and visions you must be writing these down too because some of these will come to pass. And, um, you know, you need to keep track of how God communicates. And for me, God communicates to me always through dreams and visions, but mostly dreams. And um, I, it, the dream was so detailed with color. It was so detailed with the people who were in it that I, didn't, I did not know not one. Uh, it was so detailed what was happening that I just immediately had to get up and write every detail down. Now, just like Zachariah, I don't understand what this dream means. I'm, I saw what I saw in the dream. It is very detailed. I can, just like Zachariah as well, identify every detail of the dream of what I saw. But I don't understand what it means. I don't know. I don't understand what it represents. And um, there are times, my friends, that we can be given visions and dreams and we will not understand what they mean. We don't understand the purpose of why they're given to us. 
But I do know, my friends, that with time, God will reveal it to you of what the dream or the vision means and why he gave it to you. Now, we are not always going to get quickly revelations of what God will share with us of what those dreams mean. Sometimes we might get it quickly. Sometimes, you know, I'll wake up from a dream and the Holy Spirit just reveals to me immediately what that means. And sometimes I wake up from dreams and I'm, I don't get the reveal right away. Um, but what eventually ends up happening is that whether it's a week later, a couple of days later, a week later, a month later, whatever the case might be, all of a sudden something will happen in my life or I'll be in a situation and the light bulb goes on, I'm reminded of the dream. And then I will see that in front of my eyes in real life now, the dream is unfolding that I had that I didn't understand. A lot of times in dreams, my friends, we're given uh, details of things that are shown to us that represent sometimes different things in the real, real life reality of what is actually going to happen or occur. Um, it's just that God, God shows this to us in, in a certain way. And that's why dreams are very important because dreams are deep. And we have to go sometimes when we're trying to analyze a dream, identify a dream, you know, uh, get the reveal, revelation of a dream. We need to look beyond the scope of what we are seeing in that dream as well. Because sometimes if in this situation, like with Zachariah, if we are seeing this solid gold lamp stand that has seven other uh, uh, lamps on it, then it's telling us that it's, it's something that represents um, value. It's something that represents um showing uh, the light. It contains light, so it is important for it to be... It's a, it represents power, just like it tells us here. Um, it represents something very key and important. So Zechariah was saying to the angel of the Lord, I, I don't know what this is. And my friends, it's okay sometimes to go and ask the Lord... Lord, I don't understand this. I don't understand this dream. I don't understand why you're showing me this. I don't understand why this is happening. I don't understand why you are giving me something that I don't think I'm the one who was supposed to receive it. <laughs> you know, but God then looks at us and goes, no, no, you are exactly the person who I want to see this. It's just that I understand you may not understand it. And, and I'm glad that you're letting me know you don't understand it. Because this is what we do sometimes too, my friends. We assume that we know everything when we don't. And that only puts us in a position of not really being able to fulfill. Sometimes what God has asked us to do or shown us to do because we weren't willing to go to God and say, God, could you please help me? Holy Spirit, can you please help me? Can you reveal to me exactly what this represents? So Zechariah does that. He questions the angel. He goes, I don't know what this is. And when the angel says, you really don't know what this is? And he goes, no, I don't. It's okay to admit 
you don't. It's okay to say you don't. Because you know who knows? The angel of the Lord knows. God knows. And now, what does the angel of the Lord said? So the angel of the Lord said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Now, remember when we spoke about the lampstand and I spoke about, you know, how important it it is and what it represents? Well, when the angel of the Lord now says this to Zechariah, and we think about the words of Babel, this is a gentleman. This is a gentleman. He was a Jewish man who rebuilt the second temple. And Zerubbabel, he was actually given the responsibility of rebuilding the temple in Jerusalem. This was during the time, if you go back and look, read the books of Ezra and Haggai, while the prophets Haggai and Zechariah gave the moral and spiritual encouragement to resume work on the temple, Zerubbabel saw that the task was carried out. So he was responsible. So remember when um, we had covered in the book of Haggai the message that came forward to the community, to the people, and how they had the resources they they had, but they were taking their sweet time. The temple was not completed, remember? And God came to them uh, through Haggai with a message saying, hey, you know, you started to build my temple, but you've left it half done. You know, no one's worshiping this, not serving the purpose it's supposed to serve. And there's no excuses. You guys have gone about with your lives and, you know, I've given you everything you need. Why haven't you completed it? So the people were convicted and they were like, you know, this is true. We haven't done this. And they adhered to the word of Haggai and then they started to rebuild the temple. So they started to bring in all the resources that they had because God has supplied them with resources to be able to build the temple and complete it. So this gentleman, Zerubbabel, was given the responsibility to oversee the rebuilding of that temple in Jerusalem. So the spiritual message came from the prophets to encourage them to resume the temple building, but it was Zerubbabel who was given the task to make sure that he oversaw it to make sure that it will be completed and as the work was being completed the prophets encouraged him Zerubbabel and told him of a time when spiritually spiritual apathy and foreign oppression would forever be abolished because remember Zerubbabel was part of the people who had been oppressed right um because they had been um, the people of Judah and 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 the people in Israel. They uh, in Jerusalem. They had gone through uh, some heavy um, oppression by by the Babylonians and some other um, uh, tribes that came in and um, and enemies that just went against them. So many people believe that to survive, you know, uh, in this world that. 
it, it's by their own strength. No, they had the strength to build the temple when it was built because they had all the resources, the craftsmen, they all came together as a community. But it was the spirit of God that gave them the force to be able to do that. That is why it says, not by, not, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. So meaning that, yes, the people were putting the, the labor of their hands into the labor of the plow of what was being done with the temple. But it was ultimately God's spirit that was the driving force behind it. And this is something that I wanted to talk about, my friends, because a lot of times this is what we forget. And I know I'm going to get a little touchy-feely here, but it's something similar to even when God has given us a ministry. And I, I want to talk about that because sometimes as leaders, we abuse the ministry. We abuse the people we have in the ministry, and we don't realize it. Because it's God who ultimately places us on pedestals. It's God who places us on stages. It's God who places us in statuses. And it's God who anoints us and prepares us and equips us to carry out whatever ministry task he has asked us to do. To glorify him and his honor. So in anything that we do for the Lord, on, be, on behalf of the Lord at that as well. We have to always remember he is the driving force behind it. It is by his grace and glory in our lives and his supernatural working power that gives us the strength to do so. The creativity, whatever it is that he gives to us, it comes from him. It is his doing. It's not our own doing. We're just willing vessels that are being used to carry out the task, the assignment he has given us. And I notice that a lot of times that when we do go and we carry out the task he has asked us, one of the things we also do is we start to get a little chip on our shoulders because we think that now it's us doing it and not him. And we go, oh yeah, I know it's him, but it's really me. And we need, to, we need to examine ourselves, my friends. We need to start examining our hearts. So when the angel of the Lord is saying to Zachariah here, you know, what you're seeing is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. That means that Zerubbabel had an encounter with God. And God said to him, listen. It is going to be by my supernatural power, by my spirit, that is going to take place the rebuilding of this temple. You are a vessel that I am using to be my eyes and my ears and, uh, you know, physically be there and guide the people. But it is by my spirit how this is going to take place for it to be completed. And you're going to follow the Holy Spirit so that you're guided correctly on exactly what it is that you need to do. And that is why the angel of the Lord is saying this to um, Zechariah. He's explaining to him what you are seeing with your eyes in the spirit in this vision right now is the supernatural working power of God that comes from this light in these lampstands and this purification of gold 
of how things are lit up because it's the it's the light that gives us the strength and the energy that we need of God's supernatural working power in us to succeed at anything he would ask us to do. So Zechariah was explaining to the so sorry, the angel of the Lord was was explaining to Zechariah that this is what this represented. So there is no doubt in my mind that Zerubbabel had a word from the Lord. And the Lord, the Lord encouraged him at that time when he was rebuilding the temple. That it was going to be by the Spirit of the Lord that was going to be guiding all of those workers, all of, all of those craftsmen, and Zerubbabel to oversee this task for it to be completed. And that they could rely on the Lord for his strength to do so and his supernatural working power. And as... I'm hearing this, I'm like, wow, this is amazing because this is a confirmation now to Zechariah because Zechariah was aware of the messenger Haggai and he was, uh, you know, he was aware of what they had done with the temple at that time, building the temple for the second time. And he was aware of the type of temple that had been built, which was different from the first temple. So this is a confirmation now to Zechariah of the current events that took place and how the supernatural power came from what he is seeing represented in this lampstand and these two olive trees of how that temple came to be. Because it is always by the Spirit of the Lord, not just by our works, my friends, not just by our hands, but by, not by might nor by power, but my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. So this is also a reminder to us, my friends, you know, that um, it is only through God's spirit that anything of lasting value is accomplished. And in order for them to have rebuilt that temple, for it to have its value, for its accomplishment, it could only have been done by the Spirit of the Lord because the Spirit of the Lord came as a message through Haggai at the time to the people, to the community. God used him as the messenger to bring forth that word. That is the Spirit of the Lord that came with a message through Haggai. And what happens is because when they had returned, the people had returned, the community had returned from being exiled, you know, they were weak. You know, they were harassed by the enemies. They were tired, discouraged, and poor. So remember, even though that at that time, uh, the children in the community had reestablished themselves Right, Because the children of Judah had been oppressed by the Babylonians. Even though they were able to be restored years later, what they had, they were exhausted. Because they had gone through so much oppression. They had been discouraged. They had been poor. They had to start from scratch. And when we look at this, my friends, like you and I do everyday life, you know, we do things on a daily basis. And, you know, there's times in life we go through ups and downs and we can lose things and we can gain things, you know, and you go through a struggle and you go through something really bad in your life. 
you come out of that exhausted. So imagine the, the children of Judah at the time. They were exhausted from being oppressed. They were enslaved. You know, they were, all their things were confiscated. They, they had nothing. They had, you know, they had to start from scratch. You would be tired too. But the Lord fulfilled the accomplishment by having his spirit be the driving force that existed behind what had to be accomplished. And we must always remember that. Because no matter what, my friends, God is always on our side, no matter what it is that we're going through. And here's the reality. As we continue to live for God, we have to always trust God. We have to trust Him. We have to trust His supernatural power. We have to trust His strength. We don't trust our own strengths, my friends, or our own abilities. This comes from our Heavenly Father. How many of us can actually have a testimony that says, you know, I just don't know how I got this got done. I was so tired, but the Lord all of a sudden gave me the supernatural energy in my body. It, it's just like I just woke up and I was able to do these things. Because our Heavenly Father and, and the Holy Spirit, and um, knowing how to tap into that can rejuvenate us, my friends. And here's the thing, you know, um, we have to always depend and work in the power of the Spirit, not in our own, not in our own strength, not in our own works, but in the working supernatural power of the Holy Spirit, of God's Spirit. And as he's showing him this to Zechariah, the angel of the Lord, I am sure Zechariah is looking at this and going, oh, wow, now I get it. So this is where, uh, this is where the strength came from, right? Um, this was the encouraging words that were given to Zerubbabel about how to go forward to oversee that this task would be accomplished. And then it says here, Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Listen, my friends, this has been a powerful passage here. This has been an eye-opener. I know for Zachariah, it was definitely an eye-opener. And for us, it is definitely an eye-opener. Because God is always reminding us that it's not by our, our own strength. It's not by our own doing. But it's by God's Spirit that operates in us, in you and me, every day. That is why it's so important, my friends, to be in tune with the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit can guide you in every area of your life and that you would not find yourself not really knowing what to do or how to go about um, carrying out what God has asked you to do. So my friends, you know, this, this message here, really gives us an understanding of the vision of this lampstand and the olive trees and what they represent. 
and the representation that is coming so clear to us, picturistic at that because of the details. And then in Zechariah asking and not knowing and needing clarification and understanding and the angel of the Lord revealing of what it means. It's very important for us to understand that we cannot be our own mountains. God is the source. He's the source of the great mountain. And he helps us stand on those mountains and conquer those mountains. So anytime we have placed ourselves thinking, and this is going back to what I was saying about the ministry, where you feel that you're the it person now, you're the go-to person now, or you're the one who's got it like that now, or you're the only one who can make these decisions now, well, you must rethink about where God brought you from, the supernatural power he gave you, especially in any area of ministry or calling in your life that he's placed you on. You didn't place yourself there. God placed you there. And we need to tread very lightly and be very conscientious about what we do because the same way he can place us there, he can take us out of there. And many people sometimes will say, well, God, I'll, ne I'll, never, I'll never be taken out of this position because I got myself here. You didn't get yourself nowhere. God got you there. And you have to always remember that. And you have to be a humble, willing vessel that is always there with an open heart to serve your Heavenly Father knowing that He is the driving force behind anything that you have been allowed and given to do. So my friends, it has truly been a pleasure sharing the Word of God with you today. I hope that this has encouraged you. I know it has tremendously encouraged me. And um, thank you for joining me today. I look forward to sharing the Word of God with you next week. We will arise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. God bless you. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the word of God. The word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.